it's going. The weather has been kind of nice. Actually, had me a little bonfire last night. Nice, hell yeah. So was chilling. Had the had the fire pit going and stuff. That's what's up. You able to hear me all right without the headphones in and everything? Yeah. Okay, I'll keep them out. I'm all good. Where you want to start, man? We got like draft talk, playoffs. We got. Bro, I think we gotta start with those fights. Yeah, man. There was two good ones last night, man. It was like. Uh, Shakur Stevenson, like, just put on a like a master class. I felt like he was just yeah. Did you watch it? I did get a chance to watch all of it, um, but like just from what I seen, do was just yeah, man. It reminds you of Floyd almost because I watched the whole thing and it was Floyd in the sense where it's like okay, this is almost boring. How like you're not getting hit and you're just like schooling this dude, you know? Like, like I saw videos of him on his IG like later on when he was out partying with. Like uh, um, with uh, Bud and Floyd, and like, and he looked like he had been in the fight. No, like his face, like his face was still clean, it wasn't swollen. No, nope. nothing. And then you look at Valdez, Valdez, like his whole, I think it was his right side was just he's lumped up. Yeah, and he was killing him with them uppercuts. Yeah, man, it was a like you said, master class. That's what the announcers were saying too. You can't really say anything more. This kid's like a star in the making, bro. Like oh, I, yeah. I, I is. He's I nice. hope he goes up. 24? Yeah, like 23. Like, dude is so young. Right. And, he, you know, you only expect for him to get better. So, if he starts to, you know, and he starts to get older and put on a little bit more weight, if he can get up to that, like that uh, welterweight, like, it, it can kind of get – it may get interesting. Yeah, right. I, I wonder, too, because I think – yeah, it, I think his next step should be go up to 135 because who else – now that he beat Valdez, it's like what's what's in that division for him now? Like, move up, you know? I think he has so. to start going up with, with those guys with, like, Garcia, Ryan Garcia. Yeah, and, man. If he goes up to that lightweight division – That's where it's going – that's where money's going to be. Mm-hmm. That's where that money going to be. What a stacked division that lightweight division is, especially if Shakur goes there. I mean, like, there's so many fights to be made, you know? So yeah. – that's what we want to see. You want to see a division with like, because if Shakur moves up, then you probably got like six to eight guys in that division where you're like, okay, these guys are all dogs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's like, then it's like we can really start making fights happen. And, you know, that's exciting. So I really hope you know, he does. The hope is that like we don't run into a situation like we, like we were just mentioning last week with, um, with Errol Spence and with Bud, where like we don't run into like any type of like promotional things, that's like mm-hmm. like whole fights back. But if, if that can be prevented, mm. that'll get real, yeah. real spikes. Real, and real spikes. hats off to Shakur for that because, um, you know, Valdez is dangerous, he's definitely the best in that division next to he's Stevenson. A couple times. And he they said before the fight that. Shakur took less money for this fight. He let Valdez's name be first. He let him walk out second. Like, he was like, I don't care about any of that. He's like, I just want to fight this guy. You know, like he didn't make wow. any bullshit about wow, it. So, so it's like, yeah, like that's that's awesome. That's exactly what we want to see. Not that I think fighters should have to take less money to fight certain people, but it's just good to see that some fighters are like, yeah, I want the best fight to be made. And it's not just about fighting scrubs to keep my undefeated, unblemished record. You know what I mean? So it's cool, man. It's cool. And then I didn't watch Amanda Serrano, Katie Taylor, but I heard that was a dog ass fight. I did. I got just some highlights. It was it was just, I mean, one for it to be like the main car to be that woman's fight and at Madison Square Garden at a packed house. And it was a hell of a fucking fight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of the most entertaining. I mean, at the end of it, they would they went like straight up UFC, like fucking we just about to end on blows at the end mm-hmm. of that uh final. <laughs> like it was a dog ass fight. I'm gonna have to go watch it. Because Katie Taylor won, right? Yeah, Katie Taylor won on a split decision, and it was really close. I maybe it was, 
split in between like one or two rounds, but like it was a dog ass fight, bro. And gotcha. they're talking about potentially doing a rematch and then taking it to Iro. Okay, that'd be sweet. That would be dope as hell. I mean, if they if it's that close and it was a split decision, they got to rematch it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I feel like that's gonna be the case. Um, and then just from a money standpoint, it's just gonna bring in more money. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be kind of crazy with it being in Ireland. But I mean, it's cool. It gotta be cool for Taylor to be able to kind of take it back home, have a fight at her home, uh, you know, on her home territory, and um, that'd be dope. It'd that be- would be sweet. Did you see uh, Ali's grandson on the undercard last night? I did not see. How was he? Did he look good? Yeah, first round knockout. I was like, holy shit, bro. Yeah, he, he's got hands. Was, how many fights has he had now? Like three? That's four five? or five, I think. That's okay. his fifth. He's five and oh now with like three or four knockouts. And okay. yeah. So, I mean, obviously the competition isn't great yet, but like he's got hands for sure. So he's yeah. not like afraid of the moment. That's for sure. No, no. So and the cool thing about it is that like he, I think him understanding just like what he represents. Mm hmm. Right. For sure. And then, you know, it's just going to come with a lot. So, like, people are going to be waiting for that moment for you to get like clap. Just be like, he ain't his granddad. Right. Um, He's to rise to the occasion. So. Yeah, no, exactly, man. It's crazy because he doesn't look anything like him either, you know, but it's just like, uh, have you seen Layla Ali's son? No. Dude, hang on. Let me see if I can. uh, I'm going to pull this up real quick. Layla Ali's son. It's like scary how much he looks like Muhammad, bro. Like I'm like, bro, you kind of. No, I did see that. No, I did see. Dude, it, look exactly his uh, her older son. Right. Yeah, he's like 14. Yeah. He yeah, had like that. that dude. Uh, yeah, with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's, crazy, man. Like that is just, just like. like his dream, man. That's fucking crazy. It he is. He got to fight. <laughs> 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 Imagine seeing that dude in there. You ain't got no choice. <laughs> yeah. No option. You're going into family business. That would actually be hard, though, to be, like, of that bloodline, man. Like, anything you do, people probably just expect, like, the most out of you, whether it's in sports or, like, you know. I don't know if it'd be anything he did. I think if it was if it was boxing, mm-hmm. it would be more so. Now, if it was another sport, I don't think it would be. It'd be, you know, they say, like, this is Muhammad Ali's son. Mm-hmm. I think if he were into boxing. Yeah. That's tough. That would I mean, be Shout out to Nico, though, man. Again, like, that's such big shoes to fill, and he's just taking a head yeah. on. He's like, fuck it, you know, let's do it. Yeah. So, yeah. There were good fights, though, man. I'm excited. I think uh, it's just a good time for boxing. I know we talked about Cambosis and Devin Haney are going to fight in June. That's yeah. going to be a sick fight. That is going to be a dog fight. Joshua Usyk coming up. Um, I think there's more that I'm probably forgetting about, but there's, like, a bunch of good fights coming up, man. It's it's good. To, it there's seemed like there was a lull there for a while, you know? Yeah, the Canelo's are coming. Both have fights coming up. Canelo has a fight coming oh, up. Oh, yeah, Canelo's next week. <laughs> and then we talked about Canelo and Camaro. Mm-hmm. And going at it yeah. back and forth. <laughs> That'll be interesting, bro. I don't know. I've seen um, Camaro on a podcast talking about it, and – I'll send you the clip, but it's like the way he talked about it made me really hype for it. Cause he's like, when have you seen two pound for pounds in their sports? Like we're both undefeated. I mean, Kamara lost, but it was like at the very beginning of his career, Canelo lost really early on, you know? So they both, they've been undefeated for years now. And it's like mm-hmm. to see that in our primes would be insane. You know, Floyd was really old, like in Connor, you know, whatever, but like to see both of us in our primes do like a crossover like that would be insane. At like the pound yeah. for pound top. I'd be like, be, yeah. I mean, it would be, it would be a spectacle. I can tell you that, like you, you that was something that I would pay to see. I oh would yeah. Pay to watch. Oh I yeah. Sure. He says Canelo's scared. I mean, I know he has to say that, but like, it's funny. He's like, bro, I don't see what his deal is. He's like, you've 
cleared out everyone. I've cleared out everyone. I'll take the risk and come to boxing. What's the what's the holdup? And Canelo's like, nah. So I don't know. It is interesting. Tomorrow is a big motherfucker. Like he big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, huge, he, bro. Like so, cause how much weight? Because hold on, what did what did he what did he fight at? He's a welterweight. Um, fuck it. But Canelo, you know, floats from. Uh, what did he start at? Probably welterweight or a little lower, and he's floated all the way up to cruiserweight. So it's like I don't know what Canelo walks around at. That dude's like a mystery, you know. So, but, yeah. but Kamara's a welterweight. So I don't know where they'd meet at. Maybe like one seventy or something like that. One sixty. I don't know. But I don't see if I can Canelo could like that's a lot of weight to put on. I feel like Canelo's frame is like he's a small dude. He is, but Canelo goes up to like he fought. He was gonna fight at. He fought at light heavyweight and he beat that dude Kovalev at whatever light heavyweights limit is, I think 179. So, you know, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know what he, he walks around at. Like I said, Canelo's a mystery, bro. He's one of those dudes that, like, gets down to weight and then he hydrates back up, like, 20 pounds before a fight, like, the day after, you know? So it's like, I don't know what the fuck. But you're right, Canelo's smaller, like, height-wise, like, in stature. Yeah. So, I don't know. You're right, Kamaro's a big fucking guy. Big motherfucker. But he's not a boxer, yeah, so I, it's like I don't think if Floyd not, could get in there with Logan Paul, granted he Logan Paul doesn't have fucking as much martial arts experience as Kamaru Usman. Like I don't think Canelo should worry about that big of a size difference with someone that's not a boxer, you know. So yeah, I don't know. That'd be a good fight. It would be a dog. I, like I said, I would pay to watch it. I definitely yeah. would pay to watch that. Yeah, we got to make that happen, bro. That that would be that would be sweet. So yeah, a lot of good things coming, man. We'll have to we'll have to stay tuned and see. Even though what's the name shouted out Shakur and uh Taylor, um Tyson. He shouted them both out on IG for their wins yesterday. Tyson Fury or Mike Tyson? Mm-hmm. No, Tyson Fury. Nice. No, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson got some trouble coming up. Yeah, bro. <laughs> don't Tyson. mess with Mike Tyson on an airplane, bro. I mean, <laughs> I don't blame him though. Dude was like looking to get hit, though. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like he was looking at like he was fucking with him. He knew he was fucking with him. He wanted a reaction, and he got one. Yeah. Like, what an idiot, bro! Around fucking with people on the plane, and he had, he he lucky the chair was there because right, it looked like Mike was having some str- struggle trying to get back to him. Like, but if that. <laughs> If that would have been like in the aisle or something. There, that'd have been fucking trouble. Yeah, bro. I guess that dude they like looked him up and said he's got like a bunch of like he's got a big criminal history. Like that dude's like a piece of shit. Like not that good uh-huh. of a dude. Yeah, just kind of probably was like got his fifteen um, minutes of fame. You know, right? So I go sit down and deal with them brutes. Right. <laughs> exactly. Man, you want to go to the draft or NBA first? Let's go to the draft. All uh, right, man. Yeah. Was there anything off the bat? That like surprised the shit out of you when you first think of it. The thing, so there was two things that really stuck out to me. So the biggest one um, being that Pittsburgh picked up Pickett. Yeah, that kind of surprised me. Um, the, the Liberty QB didn't go to the second round, right? He, I don't even know if he was in the second round. I thought he may have been in the third. That's crazy. Um, yeah, so Willis didn't go to I think third. So that so Pickett being the first quarterback picked up and then being picked up in the first round by the Steelers, it just kind of seemed a bit off to me. The other thing was how far Nicobe Dean fell, that linebacker for Georgia, how far he fell in the draft. Yep. I, I did not expect for him to fall that far, bro. Like he really fell off. 
Isn't that weird how like within a matter of weeks, someone will be like considered like a top 10, like huge pick. And then just like the most random shit. And you'll just be like, they're dropping, they're dropping. Well, and they, in like, the green room on the first day. Yeah. Had the whole night fit on sweat. And then you don't get picked up to the third round. Yeah, man. That's insane. I, felt bad for, I honestly felt bad. Cause it's like, dude, it's not that like, not, I think a lot of it was because they are saying that like during the, um, his pro day or whatever, like it just his measurables and his, everything didn't show up on, you know, didn't show up at the draft or pre-draft process. So like, all you gotta do is just look at his film. Dude is everywhere. Do you think teams look put too much into that? I think teams put way too much into like the metrics of the combine. Like, I don't care. Because they were even, well, even like, so the whole situation with picking, remember how you're talking about like how big his hands were and everything, mm-hmm. right? And so what's the, uh, What's the old um, NFL um, front office guy that does the work for ESPN? I'm forgetting his name right now. Is uh, like a draft guy? No, he's usually it. He used to play. I forget his name. Anyway, he was talking about how, like, it, it really, like, it's a big, his, his, though his hands are a little bit smaller, he has a long, I think he was talking about how he has just like a little bit of a longer. Uh, gap right here in the thing so he can actually cuff the ball really well and handle mm-hmm. it so he's not going to have those issues that everybody was expecting him to have because he had smaller hands. Right. Um, but it, I, I really do think that sometimes they kind of dig too much into those like measurables or, you know, or times and everything. And sometimes it just doesn't, it doesn't pan out how you right. think it Right. And then other times you completely miss on a guy that has production because you're looking at these miserable things. Well, that's what they're saying is interesting about the Jags pick, right? Because they're like, Trayvon Walker, like, he's got all these measurables, and he looks like he's got a lot of potential. But compared to Hutchinson, it's like, if you just look at film and what he did in college, like, there's not much there. Like, you're taking a big risk with this guy kind of thing. Like, a lot of people were saying they were shocked they didn't take Hutchinson first. Yeah, I think that was because there was whispers that he was starting to like gain momentum and everything. And I think what it is, it just comes down to his, like his explosiveness, right? Like that a lot of times that trans that potentially translate mm-hmm. um, to the NFL. But like you, you, the thing with Aiden is just that he's just a tireless worker and he is mechanically sound. Like they mm-hmm. talk about like he has some of the best, you know, swim moves, undercuts, like he's just very technically sound. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's not going to jump off the charts when it comes to his times and the stuff like that. But like you said, you look at his film mm-hmm. and how he's able to get guys off of him, disengage, swim move. Like if he just had, you know, he has a really good package. He's not going to be super explosive, right? Like, like you know, you look at somebody like a, a TJ Watt who's super explosive off the line, right? He can get to the guy. That's not really, that's not Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. But he's going to, he's not going to jump off, but he'll definitely still get there. Yeah. I get what you're saying. It's crazy he spent his whole career in Michigan, man, because he's from Divine Child and then went to Michigan and now Detroit. Just spent his whole time here. That's kind of cool. I like that. And then, and then the cool thing about it is that, like, he he knows what those struggles are, mm-hmm. right? And so I think he just being able – knowing those struggles and everything, you want – you know, you want those – he understands, like, just imagine how cool it would be if he would be able to bring – the uh bring a super bowl like fuck the super bowl can we just get can we get a playoff win right no but i get what you're saying like how cool that would be to like be like i made it to detroit and like took them to a championship like 
being from Detroit and seeing how much we've suffered forever, like that would be pretty crazy, you know? Like just give us a give us a playoff win and we'll throw you a parade. Right. Time. Exactly. <laughs> You're not wrong. I like the pick though. All right, let's go through though and let's just like kind of see like you know, assess. Yeah. First pick again. I know everyone's saying that they were kind of not expecting it. They thought if anything, it'd be Thibodeau. I don't like position wise, I don't think it was wrong for like I mean, God, Jacksonville's yeah, Jacksonville's so many holes. Like it's like they needed, yeah. but I didn't know anything about this guy. I don't know if you I mean, I know he was like from Georgia. He was okay. Like he wasn't just like he wasn't, you know, like the one of the most well known portions of their defense. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. I, I, I don't think anyone expected Derek Stingley Jr. to go up as high as he did, but dude is fucking that's a he's a beast, bro. Like he's right. starting day he one. is he's he's so fucking cold, bro. I'm surprised they didn't take Sauce Gardner though. That's pretty crazy. Like that I think dude's... Sauce Gardner is nice. Um I just think well with Sauce Gardner, um he is a little bit of a smaller corner. Mm-hmm. As far as like his frame, I think Stingley just probably just hits a little bit better. But gotcha. I don't think you can go wrong with either. And yeah. dude was drip. Sauce Gardner was drip out. He was. Did you see him? Yeah, he was. Really, bro? He was, was saucy. Funny. Yeah, man. Yeah, he... Saucy. And then Thibodeau. I like that pickup by the Giants. Honestly, I think it 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 fits really well. Needed. Um, they need to get some pressure on the ball. That's for sure. Yeah, they got to. I think at. Um, I was surprised that he went to five, but like it, like he looked, he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be really, really nice, bro. If I'm going, if I would pick my defensive player, um, I think as far as rookie of the year, I would go with either Stingley Jr. or go with Thibodeau. Okay, interesting. I really like both of them. I really. I have like to see them. more of them to make a real pick, but I'm gonna stick with the Lions. I'm gonna say Hutchinson's gonna get it this year. Yeah, we'll see though. We'll see. I don't know anything about this pick from uh, NC State that. Uh, Carolina took uh, offensive mm-hmm. tackle. Not really sure. I mean, if he's great and showing some film on him, I mean, dude would just. I mean, he'll definitely put in some work, but I didn't see. I don't know enough about him. Watch really a lot of ACC. Position wise, needed though. I mean, their offensive line's yeah. lacking a lot. You know, I can't. You know, it was a weird draft, bro. Like, not even at least the first round. Like, not even a single running back went in the first round. That was pretty crazy. You know what I mean? Only yeah, one quarterback. I mean, look at that running back class, though. Like this year coming out, it wasn't like it was any like can't like can't miss type of talent there. So um, yeah, you guys keep disrespecting Kenny Walker and see what this dude's about to do. I'm telling you, Kenny Walker. He nice. He's just small. He finds. He's going to be the next Maurice Jones-Drew, I'm telling you right now. Whoa, now. Let's not get a little crazy. It's coming. It's coming. I I think that was the first time in NFL history where the first five picks were all defensive players. Yeah, man. Very, like, D-end heavy draft and a very D- or a wide receiver heavy, you know. Oh, yeah, the the receivers were like – I mean, just those three picks with Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, and Jameson Williams – and to think that they were all at Ohio State at the same time. Right. What right. the, bro, like, that, that is, is nuts. That all three of those receivers were all on the same team. Did Jamison Williams transfer to Alabama? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. If you think about it, dude was going crazy at Alabama. Yeah, he was going absolutely nuts, bro. You didn't see the – did I send it to you His after the draft when they were talking to him? 
Ian looked too happy, but hopefully we can persuade him. Oh, God, is the, I'll send you, there's a TikTok. Some lady was interviewing him afterwards, and she was like, what are your thoughts? He's like, yeah, we're not going to get into that right now, but I'm ready to put the work in or something like that. It was, he just I was like, oh, shit. All right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what's one of my favorite things about, uh, about the draft, especially when people are at home, mm. is when, like, the girlfriends get a little too, like, involved. And they get corrected either by the boyfriend or the mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like last bit. year, I think it was uh oh, it was either Caesar Ruiz, I think it was, where like his girlfriend was like all hugging him and her mom, his mom came and like pulled the girl off of him. <laughs> and was like, this is moment. Like shit was hilarious, bro. Yeah, but man. What was this? Uh, uh, CD Lamb when his girlfriend took his phone and he snatched it back. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that, bro. <laughs> Gotta keep these women in check, man. <laughs> <laughs> those, those are like my favorite moments, bro. When like you just get these candid moments, right? It's hilarious. I love it. I love it. Do you know much about um Drake London? I He's from USC. I don't really know. Yeah, dude is nice. Dude is really, really nice. They're like, they compare him a lot to like Vincent Jackson. Okay. Uh, so he, the biggest thing I think for him is just like he's just, just really good in his route running. Um, so it'd be good to see um, what happens in their QB situation. Right, and they don't have um, what's his name suspended for the year, right? Um, yeah, he's gone for the year. So yeah. and, I mean that they needed that. So. Right, right. And then is um, Matt Ryan retired? Is he playing another year? I don't know what the situation is there. He got traded to the Colts. Oh yeah, yep. You were right. Who's there? Do they have? I don't even know who the fuck's on that roster right now. Mariota. Oh Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I think Mariota. They may have wanted to go with a quarterback. That that's interesting. I mean, they needed a receiver, but Jesus, really? Mariota. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll see what happens. That's good for my Saints, man. That's a, that sounds, like a <laughs> sounds like a debacle down there. <laughs> Uh, well, don't know much about Charles Cross, but I think Seattle can't go wrong with getting an offensive lineman considering their offensive line has been trashed the last like what three years. Yeah, Mariota is there, and then Mariota, and then but they also picked up Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati, too. Okay, and that was in the second round. Okay, so yeah, and then I mean, all three of those receivers were just, yeah, I mean, Garrett Wilson's an absolute stud. Um, That'll help Zach Wilson. Do they still have? I'm trying to think who the other Jets receivers are. Um, I don't know. Let's see. God, the Jets are one of those teams I just do not pay attention to, bro. Like it's well, been the thing a... is, I actually I don't think that the Jets did really all that bad with their picks. Um, I feel like no, that's a pretty... good pick. Let's see. Oh yeah, they got Corey Davis. Forgot about that. I think he was hurt, but. Yeah, so they had Elijah Moore from Ole Miss. He's like a leading receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, they got Corey Davis. So got some decent pieces. You add Garrett Wilson. I mean, that's a nice little trio right there, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I think, you know, nice offensively they're looking all right. They just got to get that you line together. Up, you guys picked up uh, Alave. Him and Mike Smith could be a good-ass team. You get Mike Smith back healthy, bro. Mike great. Thomas? Mike Thomas, yeah. Yeah, bro. I'm starting to get excited, bro. Maybe it's just like an ignorant fan thing, but like I'm like, we might not be as bad. Like that whole defense is basically back. Um, Mike Thomas is back. We got Chris Olave. Don't know what's going on with Kamara, but if Kamara can play and Jameis is formidable, 
If James can play like he was at the beginning of last year, like y'all. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling all right, man. We'll see. Looking pretty good, bro. We'll see. And then we got that North Northern Iowa, you know, offensive tackle to replace Teron Armstead because we gave him to Miami. So yeah, I think we'll be okay. We'll be and then Jordan right. Davis was just a big pickup for, yeah. for Philly, bro. Like that dude they needed that a monster, bro. He if you can if the more like if you can get pressure on a QB and you already figured that you got um who was the old Lions uh D B that went over to the Eagles? Um I don't know. I know they had Fletcher Cox uh, on the line. I don't know if he's still there. Are oh, you talking about defensive back Slay? Yeah, you got Slay back there. So you get Jordan Davis. And like, bro, that's that's a big look. How big he is, bro. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. And they do still have Fletcher Cox. Like, it's, it's only gonna make it's only gonna make what's his name look better. Like, was yep. playing it's gonna make him look better. Yeah. So Jordan Davis, I'm surprised. Honestly, he was one of the surprises too. Where I didn't think that. I mean, granted. What'd he go, 14th, 13th? Like, yep. uh, he still didn't go too far, but, like, and you think about it, bro, he ran a four, what was it, like a four, six or something like that at six six three forty. 340? Yeah, man, I think they were saying, and credit to Georgia, man, I think they were saying that's, like, the most defensive players in a first round, like, from one school or something like that. Like, so and many well, from they, Georgia. They broke the record for the most player uh, drafted. They had 15. Oh, my gosh, man. Yeah, they had some talent, Great. bro. They had some Crazy. talent. But then you got uh, – But what about A.J. Brown's going there too? Did you see that? Oh, yeah. I did see that. That's pretty I crazy. That so, is. pair him with Devonta Smith. Who's their quarterback right now? Why am I blanking on that? Jalen. Oh, yeah, Jalen Hurts. So, yeah, if he can take a step forward. I don't know. if that's They got some promising pieces. You they know? Got, I mean, they made it to the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, you think you got more – you got another weapon. You got, you got better on defense. Yeah, they can make, they can potentially make some noise. Like I think you give it now, you're making hurts. Like you give him hurts what he needs. Now he just needs to produce. Right. I don't know what's going on with Baltimore, man. They gave up Hollywood. They I, they have no receivers right now. I mean, I think uh, Kyle Hamilton, from what I've read, is a good safety. But like, they better hope they can get a fucking wide receiver here in free agency. Because like, why I looked at their depth chart, they addressed what they needed to. With that pick though, because they needed a center, because the center that they had, I think he got picked up by somebody else. So they needed a center, right? Mm-hmm. And the dude is really solid. So mm-hmm. um they addressed that. And we understand how important, especially at the center, how important that is for just protection for um Lamar um and how much he runs. So they it, it was the right thing. It wasn't like Hollywood was doing like doing a lot for him, right? Grant no. you know, it's a favorite. Receiver, but Bateman was coming along. They lost Sammy Watkins, so that hurts a little bit. But like at the end of the day, your number one target is Mark Andrews. So as long as you're not losing that, then and you got Bateman, I'm pretty sure they can find some some free agency pickup for him. I hope so, man. Yeah, because like you said, Hollywood wasn't even doing that much. But getting rid of him, I'm like, whoa. I don't know what's about to. That'll be interesting. Yeah, but I think, I think you're right, though. Mark Andrews is their number one. But yeah, so yeah. it's like it's not. It's we'll not see. Like a, Okay, then Texans took that guard from Texas A&M. Again, I can't really argue with that. Texas ha- Texans have just so many holes that it's, you know, anything they pick. I'm going to be like, all right, not a bad move. You know what I mean? Yeah, and Jahan Dotson from Penn State is nice, bro. Okay, I don't really know much about he's him. Pretty, he's nice. He can go. 
who can really go. And then I like um, the um, where is it that Trent McDuffie? Mm-hmm. That's a you know what I mean to trying to help in that backfield. Um, especially oh, for now, the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, like he do do this nice. Yeah. The Kenny Pickett thing is interesting because he's going to be competing with uh, what's his name, right? For uh, the starting role. Uh, shit. Mason. No, Trubisky. Oh, yeah, Trubisky. Never mind. Yeah. Mason Rudolph is still there, but he definitely might be back up. Yeah. I don't think he'll be competing. You think Kenny Pickett's just a starter right away? He, he I, I mean, this is like Trubisky is not terrible. But he's not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I would just get throw. I would just put Kenny Pickett right in there and see what you can do. I really would. I would see what I would put Trubisky in there. I mean, he's still young. He has some NFL experience. He does, um, and he I adds just, he adds a dynamic that the order quarterbacks can because he can he can run. He can. I just don't see much upside to Trubisky, man. I just I, I feel like I've seen a ceiling, and maybe that's me being way too premature. But just like, I mean, and maybe the yeah, Bears just didn't put him in a good situation to succeed. But man, I just did not like what I saw from him. So yeah, I mean, maybe I mean even with the upside, I mean, he, I just think that he adds a dynamic that Pickett can't. Um, what do you mean Pickett's got the fake slide, bro? If you don't get, <laughs> yeah, get his ass lit up in the NFL. <laughs> that was <laughs> cold. <laughs> the other thing that would that really surprised so the 29th pick yeah you know, that was the, interesting you know, did you see what Sean McVay like what he said no what he say so dudes bust out laughing when they see who the Patriots laugh, who, he, who they drafted it was like damn okay and he just started laughing he was like he was like, damn, and we had him. He was like, we had him coming in thinking that we probably get him around somewhere around like the hundredth pick or so. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. When I read the post draft analysis, they were saying that they were like, that's a crazy pick, you know? I mean, Grant, I don't mean, I, it's tough. That's, I just, oof. I mean, and to be honest, the Patriots have really haven't been the greatest at drafting lately. No. It's I mean, you while. had, you know, like Mac was was okay, got a pro, you know, was a pro bro alternate, but they really haven't been great, right? Yeah. Like, no, I totally agree with you, man, I, I, dude. But the pick before that too, I don't really know. I'm not saying it's a bad pick, and I know a ton of the receivers were already taken, but like, the Packers need a receiver, man. Like, what? Like, what? Are they really? Are they banking on just a free agent signing with them? Like, what are they gonna do? Like, what are they gonna do? I mean, I think what well, some of it is that I think that they're assuming some other guys are going to take a step. Who? Right, with another year. Valdez Scantling, is he even still there? No. Remember, he is in Kansas City. Oh, yeah. I don't even know who they have, man. Randall Cobb. So, I know they, they brought him up, back. They, up, they got Sammy Watkins. Oh, they did? Okay, that's not a bad pick. No, they got they, this Alan Lazard. I think who was who you were thinking were still there. They got you got Randall Cobb, um, but then they did pick up uh, Christian Watson from North Carolina or North Dakota State, who's pretty nice. Okay. Uh, so I think I feel like they got a good thing. I think they're just hoping for Lazard to kind of take the next step, and then Sammy to kind of open things up down the field. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they're okay. 
uh, I think they're just their hope is that they're t- hoping that Lazar kind of takes that next step. Gotcha, gotcha. So if there's and a team I really on like here, Jackson Hill too, bro. Him yeah, he played like a dog this year, man. That'd Jackson Hill is nice, bro. I think he's gonna really, especially you. I think if I'm not mistaken, he's there with uh, um, Peppers too. Yep, he is indeed. So, like, I think their that defensive backfield with him and uh, and Peppers could be nice. As the dust settles on it, though, bro, I'm still just sitting there and I'm like, I don't think the Chiefs are going to be as good anymore, bro. I just like, I really don't like, you know, maybe that's just like too soon to say, but like, I, I don't think Juju. And Valdez Scantling are going to make up for it. And I know then the Chiefs took someone in the second or the third round. Everyone was like, oh, everything's fine now. They got a speedster back at wide receiver. And I'm like, bro, there's no way that he can replicate what Tyreek Hill, the way Tyreek Hill took the lid off every defense that they played, man. Like, I just, I think like their offense is going to have to change completely. And it'll be interesting to watch Patrick Mahomes. He's not going to have that type of threat now to see what he does. Well, granted, I don't think they're probably going to be as, like dynamic i still think they're going to be nice because even though you don't have that piece with uh, tyreek but i still think you got a lot of quality like you do really got a lot of quality right like having juju have it mvs um the thing is this it's like look at them in the playoffs last year in that last game or no in the game against the bills excuse me and they were down by what, 14 or maybe it was seven and the Bills scored again. But like, and then Tyreek Tyreek just took that like 60 yard bomb to the It's like, that's gone, bro. Like, like that's, that's, I don't think people understand that that's not just like something that just a fast receiver can do. Like, Tyreek is like one of one, bro. Like, to do yeah, something like that. You know what I mean? Like, either, bro. I, like, yeah. They just I weren't going to be able to pay him that money. Right. Yeah. So it's like, but they got Sky Moore and Sky Moore is nice, bro. You still got McCool Hart, man. I don't know what the situation is with Josh Gordon, but they got a deep ass receiver group, bro. Like it's deep. So they got yeah. peace. And Travis Kelsey. So I mean they got Kelsey. Um it'll, then, it'll be interesting to see how he evolves, though, I guess, is because Tyreek was almost like a safety blanket where it was just like, you know, you need a big play, this guy's gonna go get it. You know what I mean? So now it's gonna be like we're gonna have to see Mahomes really be elite, like thirty yards and in. You know what I mean? And that's gonna be very interesting to see. I don't know. I think if they can get creative with their with their scheming and everything, they got the receivers to where they can. Yeah, they people can, get down the field, but again, man, can, it just it's not the same as like again the, the Bills game two years ago, where it's like Tyree took that like eight yard slant and just went like seventy yards with it. You know what I mean? Like he is a whole yeah. other type of dude. Like that dude he, is. He is, but I don't. I don't think it's gonna be as difficult. Um, We'll see. They're deep. they're deep. As long as they can, I think the biggest thing for the Chiefs is, is that offense is not the thing that they have to really have to be that concerned about. Mm-hmm. It's their that they have to be right. concerned. They right. don't get pressure on the quarterback. Nope. Um, and they probably, I mean, to be honest, they really don't have the greatest linebacking core, to be honest with you. No, like, they don't. It's really all that impressive. So I think that needs to be more of their focus than worrying about how to replace Tyreek. I think yeah. the defense that it's just, especially now that you you're losing a honey badger, bro. Like, right. Speaking of Tyreek, I was just looking because we just pulled it up. Did the Dolphins not have a first round pick? It doesn't look like they did. Well, nope, they did not. 
Hmm. They're going to be an interesting team to watch if Tua can really step it up. You know what I mean? Because they got – Damn, they didn't have a second-round pick either. They, but that team is low. They're they nice, must, though. They must have traded a lot of picks for these players that they got because – That's okay. I mean, they, they're good, though. They're going to be nice. And you have Bridgewater as a backup. Right. You got Miles Gaskin or uh, Mozart and um, as a uh, running back. <laughs> Their first pick in the draft was 102. That's crazy. You got Tyreek. You got Jalen Waddle. Like, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, uh, I'm excited as fuck for the season. I feel like this happens every single season. But like, there's just again so many variables now. So many personnel changes. This draft is pretty elite as far as defense and as far as receivers. So it's gonna be. It's going to be a pretty shaken up season this year, you know? It is. I'm excited about it. I'm really excited about it. So can we talk about the epic collapse of the Brooklyn Nets? Mm-hmm. <laughs> bruh. Bruh. Why, how are you the favorite going into the playoffs? You're still betting favorite, and then you get swept. You're the only team that gets swept in the first round. Right. And then did you hear what Kyrie said? He- Went off. He went off. Did you hear what he said though? He's like me, Kevin, and uh, we're gonna start making some like general manager decisions like this summer and stuff like that. Like, I'll send you the clip, bro. They were talking about it on first things first. Like this dude, Kyrie, man. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, just the fact that in his mind, like that's what he wanted to talk about in the press conference afterwards. Like, yeah, I'm gonna be like making a lot of like GM decisions and like talking to the GMs and like personnel and shit like that. It's like, bro, like just like the lack of like awareness from this dude, man. Like, it's like, oh my god, bro. I don't know. Is it awareness or the fact that like he just didn't want to talk about that? He wouldn't talk about something else. <laughs> like, listen, I don't want to talk about that. We know we got our ass with. But we got to change something. Like, they got a lot of decisions that they got to make, bro. I seen this clip on Instagram. So, Drummond is a free agent. Aldridge, Blake, Claxton, Bruce Brown. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Curry may, may be a free – like, they got, like, six guys that are free agents, bro. They do have a lot to figure out, man. I mean, their defense was so bad, you know. So that's like the main thing they got to address. It was porous. That was terrible, bro. It was a freeway to the to the basket, like you know. So that's the main thing they got to address. I don't think it's scoring. Obviously, you've got two of the most elite scores in the league. Um, they just got to get one. They got to get younger. Mm-hmm. They got to get more athletic. I'm especially from a big man, and they just they got to get they got to get taller. Mm-hmm. Like your guard rotation goes from Patty Mills to Bruce Brown, who at best is what six four, six five, and Patty Mills being like five ten. Yeah, man, not good. Not good. That's all like point guard, bro. I don't know, bro. Like they, it. They, like the league has changed so much because they, they need wing defenders. Right. You know what bothers me, though, bro, and it's kind of just like it's kind of like off the wall a little bit, but like I just sit back and I think about it and it's like I watch that and like now after that's over, no part of me now thinks like Kevin Durant isn't clutch, like just from seeing, you know what I mean? Like it's not like I, I, so it, it bothers me that like that's been like LeBron's narrative forever from these like LeBron haters when it's like 
again, I just watched Katie, who I'm not even a fan of, even though I think he's like the best player in the league, do what he just did. And just because he had a bad series or a bad couple of games, no part of me is now going to like go beat the drum of like, this dude's not clutch. He chokes under pressure. It's like, no, I've seen so much evidence of the contrary that like, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. I will say that. I, I mean, I said this last time, I don't think he's the best player. I think Giannis has kind of taken that yeah, over. You, yeah. Um, but I would not call out the thing. Like, he's still top. He's easily, if he's not one, he's two mm-hmm. for me. Like, he's still up there and he's still nice. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, um, and I don't think it had to do with him. I think it had to do, it literally had to do with the personnel. And I think some of it had to do with Steve Nash and the coaching. Um, like, you think Steve's gone. I don't think so. No, because I think Kyrie and Kevin really liked him. And um, like he did have a like I heard Kevin saying that in the press conference. Like, think about everything Steve had to go through this year. Is yeah, for like that. Not even this year. Just since that team been put together, he had to go through a lot of shit from injury, yeah. trade to more trades to more injuries, COVID, right. Kyrie. You, like he had to do a lot. Of <laughs> Kyrie. <stuff>. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he had to go a lot, and he still got this thing to the playoffs. So and like I, you know, and I mentioned this to you last uh, last time, like that injury when Kevin went out really hurt them because they were first, they were first in the East when he went out, mm-hmm. and they ended up losing like twelve straight games. Yep, right, they were rolling. So, so them, like them losing him, and I think something that kind of really really hurt. And I agree. Also, too, they didn't have Joe Harris. Right, Kyrie wasn't back long enough either, honestly, to make like to um really gel with everyone, you know what I mean? Like, playing that inconsistently with all them. I don't know how much maybe his fasting had to do with it. Wasn't he fasting during the playoffs? Well, he was Ramadan. He was Ramadan, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, that drank – it really drank because you can't eat. Yeah. Man, that's nuts. I can't even imagine playing 42 minutes. He gave himself an opportunity to kind of, like, find another way of consuming stuff. But, like, typically you don't eat or drink during the day. Yeah. That's nuts. Oh. Can you imagine playing 42 minutes of like elite pro basketball, playoff basketball, and not eating anything? You have no sustenance in your body. Like that's pretty nuts. That's yeah, pretty so, nuts. I mean, kudos to him for just being that committed to to his faith. Um, yeah, no, I have no issue with that at all. That's just crazy to think. Like, wow, like that must be fucking tough, bro. Like, yeah. you probably have no energy. I mean, and I think that may have like affected some of his play because you think that first game he went crazy. Now, yeah, he was going nuts. Yeah. Right, but I think that you know, in that, from that point in, just his energy was just that. He <laughs> He's making shots and going. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny, bro. But I think Man. if they can get so, but we got to talk about Vincent <laughs> and just getting ready for Game Four, and then you're like. Mm, no, my back. Ooh, it's acting up again. I don't. I don't think I can do it. Yeah, he wanted to avoid that broom, man. I don't think he wanted any part of you know going out there for one game, getting spanked, and I think he would have helped. So I don't know why he didn't. But like, I I also kind of get it from that perspective. He's probably like, I want no business just coming out for one game, losing. I get, like I get it. Um, I think it would have been nice just to kind of um, see what he can do. People were just going. They were going in on him. Like they were like, "Where's your competitive spirit?" And he's like, "Bro, like I'm not adding much to this." People are gonna go on in on on go in on him until he starts balling again. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. just. I think he'll come into next year be completely healthy, and I think Hopefully. a lot of it just has to do with it mentally, right? Like he has to just be mentally prepared. I like the fact that they went and got Kyle Corver to work with him on the shooting and oh, Bruce Brown. Um, and you could see. 
the improvements with Bruce Brown in his three point shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll we'll see. What was your favorite series of the first round? <sighs> that was a dog ass series, even though it was a sweep. Every game was pretty close, you know. Um, it was awesome seeing Tatum emerge too. I mean, like that dude just you know was great. Um, it's tough, man. I really enjoyed the Timberwolves Grizzlies series just from all the yeah, comebacks series. and stuff like that. It no, was very no, bizarre because Ja didn't even shoot particularly well throughout that series, no, you know, but he just like he made plays when he needed to. That donk in game four, like, oh my God, bro. He just exploded. Just exploded. <laughs> that dude is. I, I, did you see AI's quote? He said something like, once every 10, 20 years, you get one of those dudes that come along and they're just beyond special and he's like he's it and it's like yeah he is bro he is, he, God's crazy bro um what i actually really like that suns and pelican series bro that chris paul game was flawless bro i mean uh, point god just, like just watching that and just masterful and he just seemed like he was just in his bag just went with the flow of the game it was mm-hmm. and then like come on bro 14 of 14 just only had three turnovers. Like, dude was just yeah. He like willed them, you know. Yeah, like it was just, and then I mean, just to see Bi in that playoff experience, kind of coming yes. to the line, and yes. they were talking about it before, um, where like, and I think they were talking about either I think on NBA Today, where like when Bi first came to the league, he was trying to play cool, mm-hmm. right, and trying to just be like this smooth guy, uh, you know what I mean? But then like he. Now you can see, like, he started to, like, realize the type of player that he can be. And it, dude, it's like, his game is nice. But I think he's starting to get, get in the front. Like, all of this don't have to look nice. It don't have to be pretty, but I can mm-hmm. still get a bucket. Exactly. Yeah. His defense has improved. I mean, like, he's so lengthy, getting, you know. Dude is just getting – like, how bad are the Lakers, do you think? They gave up a lot, man. Take it they- themselves. You think about it, bro. You had ball. You had D'Lo, you had B.I., you had Julius, you had Larry Nance. Right. You had all these young players. If you would have been just patient. Yes, I agree. But, but they did get a championship out of it. And there's no guarantee that they would have had one, even if those players, they'd kept all of them, you know, when they were. So it's like, it's just the weight of. If they'd have kept them with LeBron. I, it could have happened, you know, but you know how it is, Mo. Like, it's like you can have such an amazing team on paper, and it's like you just winning a championship is fucking hard, and it takes luck. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, it, it does. It does take some luck, but I think if they could have kept with Ball, Bi, like if they'd have kept them with LeBron, it would have been a championship caliber they, team. They, I agree with you. Like, they just needed like a, just a center. They just needed a piece, right? But even and if they had an all-star center, again, it just comes down to it's like you never know how the chips are going to fall, and it's like so it's just that weight of like. We got the championship out of it, but I get what you're saying. Like, it's like you, you mortgaged your whole future on it. So it's like they would still be really competitive right now and they, they could be competing for a chip, but it's like there's still never a guarantee you're going to get a chip unless you get one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's tough. It's just. No, I know what you mean, man. Like, I, like, I, if I was them right now, yeah, Brandon Ingram, he was looking nice the year they traded him, honestly. Like, remember that last like 20 games? Yeah. yeah. He was on the verge, bro. Like, and I felt the team I felt the worst for was Chicago. Mm-hmm. Like all yeah. the fucking injuries, bro, from not having Zoe, Levine not really being himself. And he went COVID, yeah. You know what I mean? Like just that. And then, oh, 
and the goat didn't he, step up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, is he gonna get it? <laughs> I was expecting 30 a night from my boy Caruso. <laughs> yeah, bro. That Embiid thing, it makes me just as angry as when I was talking about Luca on that last game of the regular season. Why are you playing this dude with tw- you're up 20 with three minutes? Like, oh my god, dude. Yeah, like, he just- shouldn't have been out there on the court. Now they said I just saw that he they said he could potentially be back by like game three or game four. Um, he'll probably have to wear a mask, but like there was no point in him being no. in that game that late. No. Like the Luca thing was just a a freak thing that like happened on his own. Like no one ran into him or anything, mm-hmm. right? Where it went and be like that's that really is running the risk. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like he and it's uh, more serious than those. I just yeah, I there I don't know. I don't either, man. That was crazy. I mean, hopefully he's back, like they're saying. But yeah, but then you also think about the fact that like now you're really relying on Harden, and we've seen his playoff performances when it's, it's, it's upon him. Yeah, and we've seen his last twenty games of play, and he's just not looked that good, you know. So it's, no. I mean, we'll see, bro. And they're playing the Bucks. Where are they playing? No, the Bucks are playing Celtics. Yeah, and you're saying he could be back game three or four. That might be too late, bro. Down 03. That might be too late. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, because Bam's a really good defender. But the thing is, if he was healthy, if Embiid was healthy, like, I don't know who he's just too big and too skilled. Like, who's matching up with him? You know what I mean? You like, put Bam on him. Um, but, you got Deadman that can come off the bench yeah, but, and play D on him. Like, you like got, Bam's a little too him. little. You said I mean, what? I think Bam might be a little too little, man. Like Embiid is seven foot. Bam is like sixteen. Yeah, but Embiid is a fucking animal, bro. Like he's a just yeah. Bro, I guess played, you're right. He play a, he played that dude at least twice or four times a year. Ain't no difference. He can play him, and then plus they got just team defense that just Miami. You can't say it probably has some of the best team defense. Yeah, the they just play the bro. best team ball, man. Yeah. So and they're deep. Mm-hmm. Like they are. Hero is fucking nice. I'll be like if if Tyler Hero don't win six men in the year, bro. Yeah, he's been balling, bro. He has been balling. Yeah, and then Victor Oladipo starting to come along. Mm-hmm. Off the like, bench. Yep. There, that team is that team is is nice, man. They're yeah. what's your uh let, let's do predictions then to finish it out. So Bucks and Celtics. What do you because Bucks are up right now by seven going into the fourth game yeah. one? What do you think on that series? I what's tough is Middleton. It's Middleton. Is, you, is he supposed to come back? Yeah, they said he potentially come back. Um, if he, I'll say this: if he does not come back, I I expect that the Celtics will win a series. Yeah, I feel like it would still be a tough series, though. Like like six or seven. Like it'll still go like six. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's tough. Grayson Allen's actually been playing pretty well. He has been. He has been. Like, Giannis has been struggling. Giannis, six for 19. Like, you never see Giannis have a game like that, bro. Right. Yeah. I mean, the Celtics D is just so good, man. I, I, I'm so impressed with their defense, bro. Like, yeah, I'm agree with you. If we don't see Milton this series, I'm going to say Celtics in seven. I still think it'll be a very tough series because, like, Giannis is a hard dude to go to go, to guard. Excuse me. I think Taysom Taysom will be on him, but I I don't know. That's that's tough. I'm gonna say Celtics. They don't have to put Tatum on him. They can put Robert Williams on him. You can put mm-hmm. Al Horford on. 
You right. put Tyson on them. You put Grant Williams on them. They got so many fucking people to throw at Giannis. They do. Plus, you just got you got hella defenders. You got Marcus Smart. You got Brown. Like, so they didn't have to put Tatum on them, to be honest. That's true. Yeah, conserve his energy for the offensive end more. But he played so well and was guarding KD in that last series. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, but KD is not the driver that Giannis. You're right. Like Giannis would take more out of you as a defender. Exactly. Like he's going to put pressure on you because jump shooting the ball is not his forte, which if KD is, yep. KD just wants to get to the spot. Giannis wants to get to the rack. You're right. That's a really good point. Hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to say Celtics and seven. You think Celtics and six? I think so. If Milton doesn't come back, I'm going Celtics and six. Okay. Grizzlies Warriors. I'm very excited for this series, oh, but I think Warriors in like five or six. That's the series that I'm the most excited to see that series. I, I am too. But I, I think, just, dude, I, I had higher hopes for the Grizzlies and to see how much they just struggled with the Timberwolves. Like, I'm going to say Warriors in five or six. Yeah. I think it'll be a different thing um, because. The wolves match up really well with the with the um, with Grizzlies. the Grizzlies, right? Um, where I don't know what the Warriors really do. Yeah, um, like they they don't really have much that can match up with Jaron with Jaron Jackson Jr. You can put Draymond on them, but yeah, you know what I mean. Like he can still go off. So um, they just I don't. I'm be interested to see. And plus, I don't the Warriors. You know, unfortunately, I mean, so who do you put on? Who do you put on Ja? That's tough. I mean, maybe Clay. I, I don't. So who then? So you put, I don't, I would put, if they're going to start that lineup, I would put Jordan Poole on Ja. Yeah. Are they still having Curry off the bench or are they going to start him? Okay. Starting, but they're going with that lineup. So they're going Curry, Poole, Clay, Lo, uh, Looney, and Draymond. I like that lineup. Yeah, I put pool on him then. Same. Yeah, I mean, how's Clay look defensively this year? Has he been the same as? Okay, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's still just, uh, but he's been pretty solid. He's been coming along the last couple of games too. So, but yeah, that's the series that I'm the most excited. I think Warriors are still. I think Warriors will win, and I definitely think it's going to be a seven game series, though. Seven, that'd be beautiful. I'd love to see it. I don't think it'll happen, but I'd love to see it. Sixers and Heat. I'm gonna go heat and six. Yeah, I, I make. I'm think I may go heat and five, bro. If if Joel comes in, and not until game four. Yeah, it's tough. I just don't trust hard in this playoffs, bro. I do. Any defense, you can put Jimmy on them. You can put um, uh, Tucker on them. Mm-hmm. Right. I might be most excited for the Mavs Suns though. Actually, that's going to be a sweet series. Luca and Chris Paul, Devin Booker. Yeah, and well, Devin, and then we don't even know when Devin's going to be like completely yep. back uh, with his hamstring. But I think that's that'd be a good ass series too. I just I, I, I tend I like to match it with the Grizzlies and Warriors a little bit more. But that's going to be that's going to be a really good series too. I think yeah. I'm more excited about the West series than the uh, the East one. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. But I'm going to go Suns and – I might say Suns and five, honestly. Suns are just so well-rounded, bro. Like, they're just so – That's tough because Dallas is really good defensively. They are. Um, I think what can – if Luka does not try to go and completely just dominate the ball, I think they can get, like, two games. 
But if he's just where he's he's completely dominating the ball, because you look at it, Dallas looked fine when they were without. No, exactly. You know what he's going to need to do, and I'm not comparing Luca to Michael Jordan, but like most, much like Michael in the beginning of his career, where like his first what th- three, four years, it was like that. It was like he just dominated the ball. Like look how the stats he's putting up, but they're not winning. You know what I mean? So it's like he's going to have to have that come to Jesus moment in the offseason, one of these times where it's like I need to facilitate more and realize that my teammates can help me more than me just being on the ball 100% of the time, you know? Yeah, he has it because they're so pick and roll heavy. Mm-hmm. and They are. You're right. Everything's just a high pick and roll. See if Luke <laughs> is going to drive or step back for three. That's like what the whole yeah. offense is. Yeah. So they got to they gotta, they gotta find something else, man. Because Jalen Brunson can ball. He, should, should he, he definitely showed us. <laughs> yeah. He definitely showed us. He's putting in work on the uh, Jazz, bro. So They need something else, though. I think they either need, like, another elite wing player or, like, a stretch four or something. I thought him and Porzingis, like, on paper when they got together would be perfect, but that just flamed out so quick, you know? I, you know who I think it really fit well, but I don't think they're going to they're gonna trade him is – I really think that's a bonus in him to be a great yeah, They would be. They, Uh, He's in Sacramento, so...